0: Wildcat Radio. Oh, snap. Welcome back, Wildcats, to Wildcat Radio, the most interesting podcast in the world covering Arizona football news, Arizona basketball news, and Arizona recruiting news. This is Brian Conger, and it is... It's the 4th of July, it's Christmas weekend, it's New Year's, it is the beginning of March Madness, and we are here to break down our sleazy bracket, make some sleazy bets here, and I am joined by Rick Powell, back from the dead. How was Vegas, Mr. Rick? You know,
1: uh, this year, I think I went a little bit harder than I intended to, but uh, I'm alive, Bryant.
0: You were a trooper, shout out to Dan Duran, who's listening to this podcast. You and Dan, man, I don't... Oh man, I'm still I'm still feeling it. Not gonna lie, I'm still feeling Vegas. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm getting clumped here. Uh, you, you and you and Dan, man, staying up till at least three and four in the morning. That's that's power. That's that's a yeah. you are a mountain, sir.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not used to that anymore. But uh, what the heck? It only comes around once a year, right?
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And also joining us in Vegas was Mr. Rob Barrow. What's going on, Rob?
2: Oh, I am. I am. I'm very happy to be here. I'm. I'm happy to be back in Columbus, and I finally got some sleep last night.
0: (laughs) Nice, nice. I know. I took a nap today. Don't tell my boss. I definitely took a nap. It was during lunchtime. (laughs) It was during lunchtime. It's still. It was still loud. But um, no, this is. We do a lot of podcasts here on Wildcat Radio. This is my favorite one that we always do, and that is the breakdown of the NCAA tournament. Couple things to announce. We are doing two contests. The first is we are doing our, um, our bracket contest. So I will continue to tweet this out. I'm sure Rick will put this on Facebook, but if you'd like to join, the winner gets free Arizona swag and you can compete against this bracket that we will choose on this podcast. And you can also, um, challenge all of the, all of the hosts of Wildcat Radio and our fellow listeners, so definitely partake in that. It's always fun to do. The second is we are doing a uh, an eliminator pool, a uh, NCAA bracket eliminator pool, and this is how it works. You, all you have to do is send two picks every day of the tournament. Um, and if they advance, you advance. If one of them loses, you are out and you can't pick the same team twice. So if you wanted to pick Duke in the first round, you can't take him in the final four. That's it. And, uh, the winner will get a free copy of our 2019 completely uncalled for Pac 12 football preview. So definitely partake in that. It's super fun. It's super easy. It's one of the most popular contests we do all year. Two teams each day. You can send them either to at Wildcat Radio AZ, uh, which is our Twitter handle, or you can send them to Wildcat Radio AZ at gmail.com either way you are in subscribe to the podcast for free by the way on itunes google play TuneIn radio spotify you name it we are there and you can check out all the contests on our website wildcat radio az all right all the dirty stuff is done and t- taken care of and it's time to get into our bracket Let's go with you, Rick. Rick, it's been a while since you've been on, man. Really excited to to have you. Tell us about a couple teams that you were looking at before this bracket was released.
1: Uh, yeah, no. So as far as just like pure talent is concerned, you have to have a team that can put together, obviously, uh, a, a full tournament run. And, and th- those are the teams that are uh, were most consistent throughout the year. So uh, a team like North Carolina for me was somebody that uh, that I bet on. To, to win the whole thing. And then I actually really like Tennessee. I think that they got a really good draw, um, as far as their bracket is
0: concerned. Oh no. Oh, we're going to, we're going to go at it on Tennessee. It's going to be two Rams butting heads in the mountains, <laughs> Tennessee, uh, Rob, Rob, what are a couple teams that you were looking at before this bracket was released? Uh, I really like Michigan state, uh, coming
2: into this. I think they've got some seniors there. They always play tough with Tom Izzo. um, so I, I think they got uh, shortchanged on the one seed. They definitely have uh, because they also have Duke on the other side of their bracket. Um, but you know, I, I don't think that if you're uh, if you're a Michigan State and you feel like you're going to be outcoached uh, in that in that game, if you if you make it as far as Duke, um, I really I was interested to see where Texas Tech landed. Um, I thought I think they're an interesting team, a team that could go far, uh, and they and ended up with a pretty good draw.
0: You guys went positive, Patricia. I was going for the negatives here. I wanted to see where Nevada was. I'm like, who's going to pick off Nevada here in my bracket? (laughs) And I also, uh, Rick on the, on the opposite end of Tennessee, that was a team I wanted to look at because I don't uh, trust Rick Barnes farther than I can throw him. So I wanted to see where he was at. And Villanova was also a team that I just don't think has it this year. So I was really interested to see where he would go as we were going into this bracket. So, um, okay, cool. So we have some, we have some some framework here. Couple more questions before we go. Uh, section by section, and kind of break down these games. Um, Rick, what are some of your gambling? Uh, what's your strategy when it comes to gambling here in this tournament? Uh,
1: what I look for is anything that's a spread of like eight or more, um, and then always bet for at least the first round. Always bet your upsets, right? So um, you have your like twelve-five matchup. That's pretty traditional. Um, as far as upsets are concerned, 10s are always beating 7s in this tournament. So I like to look at those matchups. I find the the kind of larger spreads, the, the mid to larger spreads, like that uh, 7 to 10 range. Um, and then I bet the dog, man, it's March Madness.
0: Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I'm excited to see your bracket, Rick, because we're, this one, this one might get weird. I'm not going to lie because I I went, (laughs) I went pretty sleazy here. (laughs) So a couple of things on mine. I love betting the tournament. It's so fun. Like you mentioned, Rick, there's a ton of different upsets and games to pick and intrigue. There's a couple of golden rules that I abide by. The first is, um, I always look for teams that can play defense, but it can also score. One of the things that drives me crazy is a team that slows it down and grinds it out and doesn't know how to make up a loss when a team gets hot. Because what's going to happen, and it and it does every year, you look at the Ken Palm numbers, you're like, oh, there's no way that Vermont's going to be able to win a game. There's no way that, um, you know, insert Loyola Chicago is going to be able to, to make a run. What happens is some of these mid-majors just get hot from three. And the key is how do is the favorite team actually um, take care of that and how do they, they come back? So the, the teams that I always end up fading um, and betting against are teams like Virginia and Cincinnati and Pitt when they were in the Big East, um, teams that just once they're down, it's really hard for them to get back. Now they might win a, a game or two, but those are teams that I'm never going to bet to actually win the tournament or bet to win their bracket. The, you know, their their portion of the bracket before they get to the final four. You can bet on who makes the Sweet Sixteen and who makes the lead Eight and all that. I always stay away from those. I also tend to fade certain coaches. And uh, Rob, what are who are some coaches that you you fade or you're not a big fan of? And what are some of the, uh, some of your advice that you give if you're going to gamble on these games?
2: I I still tend to fade Mark Few and Gonzaga. Um, you know, even though they had that final four run, I just I, I I think you still get more often like they when they got bounced by Florida State in 2017. Um, they just they can often run into much, you know, bigger, more athletic teams than than they've got. And they can end up in trouble. Um, you know, I I, I don't have it. I don't have anybody else like that really sticks out in this tournament.
0: <laughs> Scott Drew, you know, you're not talking about Scott Drew. I put you on a big old tee there for you to take a big giant swing at that one. <laughs> no,
2: nah, I, mean, I I, I kind of I like Baylor a little bit in this tournament. I mean, oh, sure, yeah. there's the, always the question like, can Scott Drew coach? But um, I think they actually overperformed their talent this year. So I mean, I give the man a little credit. That means they're um, extra
0: ready to suck at this tournament. If they're if they're overperforming. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, frankly, like I think John Calipari hasn't had a great couple of tournaments, uh, yeah. late and I, you know, I, I actually, I, I think Bill self has, has also had a, a few doozies and I, I think this Kansas team is ripe for an upset. So, um, if there were some coaches I would be looking at, it. but I, 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 also, I mean, being, uh, that I, I run an advanced stats model, I, I keep an eye on advanced stats. Um, you know, it's it's one thing. Like there are uh, there are definitely going to be upsets in the tournament, um, but I also like to see places where the seeds have sort of uh, there's some real seed misalignment. Um, like I think uh, St. Mary's and Villanova, there's some some misalignment for where the teams are actually are in advanced stats. I think St. Mary's is a lot closer to Villanova than uh, the seeds they got.
0: Oh, I like I like where your head's at because we're we're going to get to that game. I like where your head's at, Rob. One, I I, mm-hmm.
1: I I do I do have a hot tip, Brian. If, if you're looking at, at like uh, spread tips, give me the hottest of tips. Okay, so in this year's tournament, we have uh, teams that were the third, fourth, and fifth best in the country at covering the spread this year. North Carolina is 22-9 and one against the spread. Michigan State is 22 and 10. Virginia is 21 and nine, uh, and that's third, fourth, and fifth.
0: That's impressive. I like that. Yeah. That's good. Okay. All right. I'm going to keep that in mind. One other thing that I'm going to mention is when you take a look at the talking heads, when we're talking brackets and all that stuff, one of the things that I continually hear from, and I love Gary Parish. I really like, I'm a big fan of Parish. I like his podcast. Um, one of the things that I hear from him and other folks is, well, Virginia didn't do it this year, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna keep riding with them until they actually do it. That's a terrible way of looking at how to bet on a bracket. You wouldn't hire somebody based on that. I got fired from my last four jobs, but this time I'm really gonna do it, guys. Like that's not how this works. Like imagine Virginia in an interview, and you're like, "Well, I'm looking at your resume, son, and this it's not gonna work out until uh, good good luck. Have somebody else hire you, and maybe you'll get there this time." I always want to bet against the teams that traditionally fail in this tournament until and and if they do, then that's 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 fine. I mean, I rode that wave with Villanova for like eight years and then they finally turned it on and that was fine. I went eight years before that. And then the last year that they did it, um, I just stopped betting them. So um, I just, this is bold because Virginia's got a pretty easy draw. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. You know you know who doesn't like to hear that? Friggin' Dana Altman. He doesn't want to hear any of that crap. He's Yeah.
2: <laughs> tw- twelve seed Dana Altman.
0: You know it. You know it. He's the most dangerous when his back's to the wall. <laughs> 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 so
2: <laughs> so for a bug uh, shot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> fact, fact. Uh, um, all right. Any, anything else on the the tournament at large? By the way, we're not going to talk about whether or not teams want to be a one seed or a two seed. I think that's the most useless talk in all of college basketball. It's for people that have have to cover content when they're like, oh, did did Michigan State need to be a two seed or one seed? Who cares, man? They're in their region. Um, you know, these these teams are going to be lined up against bad teams in the very beginning, and then let's let the tournament play out from there. But anything else that we should cover before we get into this dirty bracket? All right. We're back. We're back. Very excited about this. We're going to go through our bracket. If you've been with Wildcat Radio for years, then you know that we've continued to do this for about five or six years now. Thank you for listening to us throughout and, uh, share this podcast if you want. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through this bracket a little bit differently than we've done in the past. And I think it'll be a little quicker. So in the past, we've, we've done every round. We've, round one, go all the picks. Round two, do all the picks. You know, Sweet 16, do all the picks. What we're going to do is we're going to go in, into every region and pick the north side of the bracket through the Elite Eight, and then the south side of the bracket through the Elite Eight. Um, And then we'll do that for each region. We think it'll go a little quicker that way. And here are the ground rules. Basically, um, we've all looked over our bracket. We've made our picks, and as a podcast, we are going to make our own bracket. And I'm going to post this on um, on our Wildcat Radio uh, Bracket Challenge. So this will be um, this will be the Wildcat Radio bracket, and this will be inserted. And you guys are going to have to try to beat it. And uh, the person that places first again gets some free Arizona swag. So very happy to give that away if you can beat us. I don't think you can uh, because this bracket is going to get nasty. So uh, it takes a, a majority to get a team through uh, each game and we'll vote on this and we'll kind of make arguments for and against and everybody gets one sleaze pick where they just basically get to override everybody else and move one team forward and that is <laughs> the best part about this because we're gonna this bracket's is gonna be awesome so any questions on, on your end guys
2: nope i'm ready
0: oh my gosh oh, okay
2: I'm, I'm so excited who was it last year you sleezed someone just absurdly <laughs> Last year, I
0: I think I sleezed. It was a number. I did a fifteen over a two, and it and it was just the wrong one. It was the wrong good idea, wrong wrong practice. (laughs) Uh, Okay, let's do this here. So uh, we're going to start with the East bracket, your upper left hand side, and we're going to start Duke against North Carolina Central and/or North Dakota State. Um, We're just going to move Duke forward, but I, I have a question for you guys. You know, if you're if you're NC Central, North Carolina Central, why wouldn't you change your name from a directional school to something that's like awesome? You know, like like Zion Mountain University or if you're in Texas, like Lone Star State University. What's going on here with North Carolina Central? There's nothing intriguing about this team at all. I don't even care. I don't know where Central is within the state. Um, Your thoughts, Rick Powell.
1: Uh, It probably has something to do with federal funding based on region.
0: Why you gotta get technical? Why you gotta get technical? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just always I see like Western Western Michigan. Like nobody cares about Western Michigan, but like you know Balls with a Z University uh, State. Well, there is a Ball State already. <laughs> I take that back. But Balls with a Z would make it way better <laughs> down in Western Michigan. That'd be super That's fun. One does. Um. Okay. Like any any argument, like Duke Duke's going to move forward, right? Zion's a monster. This team is uh, is a juggernaut as it is right now. Uh, any uh, any opposition? I won't fight you. Okay. We're um, not going to spend as much time on the first. <laughs> in the last six years, we spent like eight minutes on the first game and like the one versus sixteen, and then kept moving on. So, all right, number two, we got VCU versus the University of Central Florida with Taco. What's that What's that guy's last name? Taco Fall, Taco, yeah, Taco Fall. Fall, my man, going up against Shaka Smart. Oh, oh, dang it! Shaka Smart might get fired from Texas. Still, um, Taco Fall, 7'6", six senior, big, big freaking guy. Here's here's a question for you guys. Um, let's say let's say you're in my position right now, where I have a, I have a son. He's two years old. He's not going to be very tall, and uh, and that, that worries me about basketball. So why wouldn't you, as a parent, change your son's name? To something like Taco Fall so that he gets some more attention and possibly gets a scholarship. Like, if I change Lincoln's name to Vengeance Conger, do I get a higher likelihood that he gets a Division One scholarship, assuming that I'm not paying off the athletic directors? Rob? Uh, no. I mean, I, I, I hope not. I hope we're not— <laughs>
1: I, what is what is your obsession with changing names tonight, Brian? Right, like let's, <laughs> change the name of the school, like take a picture not, of my kids playing water polo. <laughs> Just not good enough for you. Okay.
0: Uh Vengeance Conger is going to be the best long snapper at USC that, that they've ever had. It's going to be awesome. They going to bring him out. Everybody's going to applaud uh free free schooling here. All right. Uh let's let's get into this game. Does anybody want to take either side here cuz I'm a little ambivalent on this one.
1: Um, I watched Central Florida, even with Taco Fall, get absolutely dominated on the rebounding uh, in, in their in their conference loss, uh, their conference tournament loss. Um, and that was really frustrating to watch because Taco Fall is like the largest dude on the court, and he was getting just out-hustled for rebounds. Um, and VCU is traditionally a pretty good rebounding team, so I'm going to take VCU in this game.
0: Rob, what do you think? Yeah, I'll
2: take VCU too. I, I still like the defense, even with Shaka Smart gone. They got knocked out pretty early on in the uh, in 8-10 tournament, but uh, I, I like them in this game. I, I think fall is is trouble on defense, but I think VCU's pace is going to make up for it.
0: Okay. All right. We'll, we'll move VCU forward. I actually wanted to take Central Florida, but one of the things that um, I just, like these 7-10 and these 9-8s, I just go with a higher seed, and it seems to work out for whatever reason, even though people try to get the upset. So let's move VCU forward. I promise we'll have better notes than Vengeance Conger, which is literally on my phone right now <laughs> looking at this game. That's all I had for UCF and uh, and VCU. Uh, next game, we have Mississippi State. Ben Howland's team. Ben Howland's team coming back to playing Liberty. Liberty had a pretty good tournament. Um, they had the flop of the year. If you haven't seen this, just go look up Liberty flop or the guy. Did anybody see this Where where the opposing player, like, fake runs into the guy's head and he like basically flips over on the ground and grabs the wrong body part. No. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. this is what makes college basketball. Great. Rick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I think Mississippi state is a team that probably overachieved, but I do like Ben Hallen as a coach. I think obviously he's um, been a good defensive coach. They have a couple good guards in this uh, on this team one of the things I think the SEC is fairly overrated this year but I like I'll, I'll kind of make the case for Mississippi State I just think coaching matters in in the tournament and particularly in the first couple um, the first couple of rounds I always want to try to take the better coach um, that you know when you don't have a ton of time to prepare you're, you're able to kind of put together a game plan I like Mississippi State what do you guys think what do you think Rick
1: yeah I'm, I'm there with you as far as taking Mississippi State in this one um, it's going to be their next matchup that I'm confused
2: about. What do you think, Rob? Yeah, give me Mississippi State here. I think Ben Howland's a heck of a coach. He's got three final fours. I I like him to, to to pound Liberty.
0: He's back, baby. He's back. All right, moving on. We got Virginia Tech versus St. Louis. Travis Ford, Buzz Williams, <laughs> a head-to-head matchup of the Titans. I uh, Anybody want to take the lead here?
1: st louis uh, you know this is definitely a game to to kind of put an asterisk next to and, and go back and look at st louis has had just a phenomenal year of basketball um and they match up really well with virginia tech um you know i i, I really this was one that i went back and forth on a couple of times but uh, i ultimately landed on moving virginia tech forward into the next round
0: rob one of the things about st louis is they do play defense and ken palm they're ranked 45th in the country um Virginia Tech is ranked 25th in the country, but here's the difference when you're looking at the advanced metrics, and I understand that there's a little bit of difference between um, how many points you score and the efficiency that you have at Kempom. Virginia every year is like number one efficiency, and their offense is hot trash. <laughs> now they're efficient, uh, but they can't score in bunches, which is sometimes what you're going to need in this tournament. St. Louis's offensive e- efficiency is 200, and Virginia Tech is 11th. Does that give you any pause in terms of taking St. Louis?
2: Well, I mean, it should right.
0: <laughs> and
2: Virginia Tech gets Justin Robinson back. I, I like Virginia Tech in this game. I think they're a solid squad. They they play well on a tough ACC. Even after Robinson's injury, um, I like them here. And and Ford, I mean, he kind of perennially underachieved at Oklahoma State. Um, kind of backdoored into the into this game after VCU went down in the A10. Um, yeah, I I, I I don't really like St. Louis in this game very much.
0: Okay. All right. I'm with you. Add Travis Ford to the coaches that I fade in the tournament. I kind of forgot about him, but I'm glad I brought him (laughs) up in the notes here. I just don't think that he's been able to... Now, that St. Louis team, to keep in mind, they have some athletes on that team, and he can recruit. That's one thing he can do, but what can he make out of that? And I just think that Buzz Williams and Virginia Tech has a pretty good team that can uh, push them back here. All right. Moving on, we have uh, Belmont slash Temple versus Maryland. And my goodness, Rick! How much of a back massage is the entire country giving Rick Bird and these Belmont Bears?
1: Um, yeah, so, I mean Maryland just absolutely crapped the bed in their in their tournament, and uh, Belmont kind of had some you know a similar fate. So I'm glad that they at least have an opportunity to get in. That matchup against Temple is not great for Belmont, but I think if they can get by that, they can definitely get over that hump against Maryland and, and get into the second round.
0: But isn't Belmont like Lucy in the football? I think they've had five or six NCAA tournament appearances and zero wins. Uh, I look, I like Rick Bird. I, I love some of the plays they had. If you haven't taken a look at this yet, go on to Twitter and look up half court hoops and look up the play that they did to win the game against uh, UCLA, and uh, it looks like it was a fake. It looks like it was a blown play, but it was designed to look like a blown play so they could get a backdoor cut. It was awesome. Like, really, really good coach. But they don't play a lot of defense. And, again, these are one of these teams where I just don't want to take them until they actually do it. Uh, but what do you think about Belmont, uh, Rob?
2: I, I like this Belmont team. <clears throat> I think they've, uh, you know, Bird's a heck of a coach. And Belmont's not. I mean, I they're they're literally across the street almost from where I went to grad school. Um not a big school, and you know they've been consistently able to to dominate their league. I, I like I like Belmont a bit in this game. Um, I don't think Maryland's uh, a great team. I think they're a little overrated. Um, I'm, I'm I'll, I'll take Belmont here.
0: Ugh. I want to use my sleaze pick just because I'm disgusted. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, no,
2: put them through. I took Maryland. You, you're the deciding No, I didn't. Vote. No, I took oh, Belmont. You did? <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm surrounded uh, by exactly hipsters. Okay. We need to pick it up so anyway. Do. We've been nothing but chalk.
0: Surrounded by basketball hipsters here. All right, all right. We'll move Belmont forward. They're not worth it. They're not worth your time, Brad. They're not worth your time. Um, <laughs> moving on, we have LSU. Oh, one one thing to throw out there, though, moving back to Belmont. Belmont's 127th in Ken Palm on defense. Like, that's what gives me the, the biggest amount of pause. And,
1: uh-huh. and, Mar- and, and Maryland got boat race <laughs> in, their, in their tournament. And, yep. and could not could not put the ball in the hoop at all. So if it's going to turn into a scoring match, I'll definitely take Belmont. They're
0: going to come back motivated, Rick. Mark Turgeon, he's going to coach him up. No, I <laughs> yeah, doubt that. Um, all right, all right. Um, we're just, I'm just saying you're taking a, a, a 30 and above in offense and defense, and you're making them lose to Belmont. But that's fine. That's fine. You know We can go to the pantry, we, Pancake Pantry we, after that.
1: We are we. taking. <laughs> we are
2: taking. We, we have made the collective decision to break chalk here oh and pick, pick a fun team. Here, here's the one from an actual fun school. You know what Belmont's biggest major is music and music production.
0: I wish in Nashville. That's fun. (laughs) All right. All right. Let's move on. We got LSU, just a team that's totally all over the place right now. Fell on their face in the SEC tournament. They play Yale, a team that legit has legit good players. They got good guards. They have some athleticism on this team. This Yale team is like can actually move with some decent teams. Um, obviously a lot of distractions with the Tigers. Yale though, 149th in defense. That's what gives me the pause. I like those mid majors that are at least like s- at least 70 and above on the defensive side. Cause you know that they can get some stops. Um, anybody want to take the lead here?
2: I mean, this pains me because I, I think you, you can, you can almost talk yourself into taking Yale. I still think LSU has a ton of talent, um, that, you know, they managed to pay to get to Baton Rouge. um, I'm, I mean, the lack of a coach. But this LSU team, I mean, it just kind of feels like they're going to come in here like with the nobody believes in us, and um, this sets up well for them. Yale is a, a good draw for them. Yale is not very well regarded in Ken Palm. Um, LSU should be able to not show up and still beat this Yale team. Um, and then you know, because we just moved Belmont on, I mean, LSU might have an easy track to the Sweet Sixteen.
0: Rick, you know you want to do it. You know, you want to do it. I
1: absolutely want to do it. Give me Yale in
0: this game. Now, LSU, LSU
1: absolutely looked terrible in, in their game in the SEC uh, tournament. And not only that, like with all of the distractions that are going on, like there, I don't care who who you would match up against them. Rob does bring up a good point that Yale is a pretty good matchup just from a, from a defensive standpoint. They don't play very good defense. Um but I'm taking Yale. LSU is just, uh, it's a sinking ship at this point.
0: Let's just do it. Let's do it. It's moving for you. Yeah, yeah, Yale, Belmont in the second round, baby. All right. I all love right. It. <laughs> this, is good. this is spicy, spicy stuff. Burn it all down. Let's go. <laughs> all right, moving on. We've already broken our own rules, by the way. So we'll, we'll make sure to speed these up in the upper and, and bottom parts of these brackets in the round two um, Louisville versus Minnesota. So we have um, Louisville versus not good Rick Patino. I'm taking the actual Louisville. Where well, Rick Pitino should be the rightful coach, by the way. Give me, give me Louisville. What do you guys think? Whatever, what do you, what Dick
2: Rick Get out of here,
0: <laughs> Rob. Rob. So we have we have Minnesota. <sighs> like whatever, right? Like good for you for making the tournament, Minnesota. You know, like let's let's uh, pat them on the back and send them on their way. Chris Mack versus not good Rick Pitino. I'm going to take Chris Mack every time. Who who do you want?
2: I like this Louisville team. They've been sneaky good all year. Um, you know, they came within a, was it a Duke that they came within a hair's breadth of taking down? Like, give me Louisville. I, I, I think they walk away in this game.
0: And they totally beat Duke. This podcast is not about facts. They beat Duke. They crushed Duke. I love this. Let's move on. What do you think, Rob? Or what do you think, Rick? What do you think, Rick?
1: Um, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, the reason why Louisville is in the position that they are in is that they really struggle against top 50 teams. I mean, they posted a four and 10 record this year. Um, I do kind of like the shade of like mashing up Rick Pitino's son against Louisville in the first round. You know, that's a a neat storyline from the NCAA, Um, you know, from like a revenge standpoint, like he's going to take Louisville out in the first round to avenge his father. Um, But uh, that storyline aside, I I, I do think that Louisville will be able to handle Minnesota because they're not really a top 50 team, in my opinion.
0: Is Pitino there? Is he is he going to be at the game? Is there going to be the camera? And if so, I how many so. camera angles is, are there of him? I, he, I would
1: I would watch a Rick Patino cam the entire time, split screen.
2: <laughs> can he can he get away from coaching in Italy to come wear the the golden gopher, gopher gear?
0: It would be funny if he had a false mustache on. Like he's just sitting right behind his son, like whispering into his ear. Uh, that'd be great. Uh, all right, all right, let's move Louisville uh, up front, and then we have Michigan State against some guy named Bradley. What do you think, Rick?
1: Uh Yeah, I don't think Bradley's going to be able to bring his A-game against Tom Izzo. <laughs> uh,
0: Rob, you... Any, uh, Give me Michigan State. Give oh, me Michigan State. I kind of <laughs> wanted Mr. Bradley to win. I've been, honestly, I've been real sleazy. Um, All right, let's move up to the upper part of the bracket and kind of go through the lead eight here. So we have Duke versus VCU. I just... I think this is a great pathway for Duke. Like, the best team <clears throat> they have to play is probably, like, a crappy Mississippi State team. Like... I, I kind of just want to put them through the lead eight, but we can go one by one. Anybody think there's going to be a bad upset here of Duke?
1: No, I, and I think that this is the game that Zion Williamson goes off. Like this is the game that uh, people will look to if he if he you know wins the whole thing and is tournament MVP. I can see him going for like easily 35 plus against VCU.
0: The one thing to keep in mind is that um, is that Duke doesn't shoot threes well. And I understand that it doesn't matter because Zion Williamson's just gonna like shove everybody out of his way. But th- there, there is a weakness there. If a team gets real hot, it's gonna be hard for, um, for Duke to break his own if there's a really good zone. But I don't think this VCU team is gonna be the one to do it. So Rob, you wanna move Duke forward? Yes. yes. All right. All right. Moving yes. down. We have Mississippi State who vanquished Liberty, who snuffed out Liberty in this country. And they're going to take on Virginia Tech. I think this is a pretty good pretty good game. Um, Virginia Tech at full strength right now. Um, I just... I love their advanced metrics like but by, by the way the one thing that we should mention is the the one thing that I need to look into and I wanted to do for this podcast but we didn't have time was to look at the rebounding numbers it is the worst thing in the world to bet on a team that doesn't rebound well like it is the worst possible thing and you're just going like how did you not get that but um I would I would assume that Buzz Williams teams actually get to the board and can get on the glass and all that stuff so um anybody want to take uh take the lead here on Mississippi State versus Virginia Tech?
1: um this this was a, another one matchup that i went back and forth on for for quite a while but uh, i ultimately ended up taking virginia tech uh just because i i think that they're a little bit more of a talented team overall and they have a little bit of a deeper bench um and with it being the second game i think that that's going to be more important
0: rob are you a, are you a howlin apologist an acolyte
2: I, I mean, it. I do, I do really think Ben Hall is a heck of a coach, but I, I think Rick's right. I think there is just too much talent on this Virginia Tech team. I think Mississippi State sort of uh, talent has overachieved with them all season, and I, I think they're run ins here.
0: All right, ACC Sweet Sixteen, we got to we got to take a bath after this with all the love we're getting to ACC, but uh, but we have Virginia Tech versus Duke. I just think Duke takes care of business and moves on, but but I am open. I am open for if anybody wants to do a sleaze bet.
2: Nope. No, I am not sleazing Duke out on this. No. <laughs>
0: boo, boo. All right, all right. Okay, so we have uh, Duke in the lead eight. Let's go to the bottom part of the bracket. We have Mir- – oh, no, I'm sorry. We have Bel- Belmont versus Ellis. No, Belmont versus Yale. Um, I don't trust <laughs> Rick Bird farther than I can throw him. Give me Yale. I want Yale into that, that the sweet 16. What do you guys think? <sighs> To, give like, me I'm, Belmont.
2: Give me Belmont or give me death here.
0: Sorry, Rob. I'm taking Yale. <laughs>
1: bow, bow, guys, bow, 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 I love dare. it. I love the Ivies. Let's do it. No, Yale's caught up in this whole pay for for pay for play thing too. So let's let's put them on through. They, they paid for isn't it.
2: not it like they're like women's soccer coach? Like it doesn't matter.
1: It bleeds down. <laughs> no. you
0: Yale mess is with one you mess with dirty, all.
2: Just as dirty as all the
1: rest of these powerhouses, and this year they they've earned it. Why do you think they got all the good
0: players, Rob? You think <laughs> Rick,
2: Rick Pitino and Yale in the same boat. Let's
0: oh, it's gonna be good. All right cool. I'm glad we did that. I'm glad we did that. I feel good about that. Um, <laughs> bottom bar of the bracket, Louisville versus Michigan State. I don't love this Michigan state team, um but i I you know what, what do you got here, Rob, Rob, okay. Wait, wait! I have to look this up. Did did Louisville beat them this year? It doesn't matter. They're going to lose to Yale. You know they actually did.
2: (laughs) Louisville back in November beat Michigan State eighty-two
0: to seventy-eight. Oh, all right. What what do you think? What do you think?
2: I think Uh, that. Go ahead,
1: Rick. I I think that eighty-nine percent of people are taking Michigan State in this game, and that's for a reason.
0: Hey, they don't make those towers for uh, <laughs> uh, nothing here Rick,
2: <laughs> Rick. Uh, I, I agree I, I think I think Michigan State's too talented I, and I think they, they, they remember losing.
0: <laughs> All right, well, here's the real question. Do you think that Yale is going to be the team that brings down Michigan State Rick?
1: No 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 this is this is where the Yale in runs. Sorry Cinderella, it was great to, to celebrate your sweet 16 with you, but uh, move on your way and let
2: the powerhouse through.
0: They let their women's rowing team down, Rob. They let them down.
2: <laughs> I kind of want to just say Yale now, just to make you make you put you on the record, Brian, <laughs> <laughs> and give you the option. Just give you the option of going full arsonist. No, keep, in, no.
1: keep in mind, keep keep in mind, Brian. Yale is not a traditionally Catholic school, so they don't have like a Sister Mary Jean. Uh, kind of mascot to get them through.
0: Yeah, they have godless heathens. There's no, no, there's no, no help on their side. No help on their side. What,
2: it's God Country Yale, as I recollect? <laughs> and, and Yale has the most com- of any school. Yale has the most combined national titles in basketball and football at 33. Yale is a sleeping power. I mean, they've been sleeping a long time. <laughs> They're a sleeping power.
0: Hey, every bear gets up from hibernation, Rob. Every bear does. <laughs> uh,
2: Belmont bears.
0: So are we, are we taking, for real, are we taking Michigan State?
2: Yes. Yeah, we're yeah. taking All Michigan right. State. <laughs> <laughs> Come on.
0: All right, so we got Duke versus Michigan State to make it to the final four. Rick, you lead us off here.
1: Duke. I think that this is uh, the year that they are able to to put everything together to get into that final four.
0: Mm. Rob. What are their numbers? Let's take a look at Michigan State's numbers here.
2: So Michigan State's number four in Ken Palm right now. Duke is number three. Um, and let me give you the quick... Uh, yeah, what's their so defense metrics? There is, a, oh, there is, but I just want to say there is a bit of a difference between um, the new NCAA's new net model. Uh, they have Michigan State at eight and Duke at three. So the net model does not love Michigan State as much. Um, Duke comes in with number six, adjusted overall offensive efficiency. Number six on defense, <clears throat> Michigan State's the number four on offense. Number eight on adjusted defense. Um, the the big difference here is Duke is a high tempo team, and Michigan State is not. Michigan State really slows it down. Right number one eighty two in tempo. Uh, that that's a that that in itself will be interesting. And I, I think sometimes teams can get frustrated against low tempo teams.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And this team of freshmen. Oh man, oh man! All right, I'm taking He's Michigan a State. He's I'm a, taking Michigan State. Bill Self or not Bill Self? Well, Bill Self pays plays players too, but Coach Shustowski pays players. Zion Williamson made it like a hundred thousand dollars. I have the the receipts to prove it. Give me, giving me, giving me Michigan State. And give me Washington State too.
2: <laughs> I'm- I, I, I agree I like I like Michigan State here no. I, I think, oh, yeah. I think no. it's I don't know I mean I really like this Duke team, but I, I really do think that their youth gets them gets them here. I, I, just the youth.
0: Izzo in March baby. Izzo in March. All right, all right. we knocked him off. We knocked him off the mountain. We did it everyone. All right, let's move down to, <laughs> let's move down to the west. We'll regret that. <laughs> oh man, this is great. this is why this is recorded for posterity. This is you know years from now decades from now they are going to come back to this and say we did it um down in the west bracket we have gonzaga who plays fdu versus prairie view um rob i know you like to fade gonzaga but you're going to take him this early
2: yeah of course i'm not crazy <laughs> i don't even know is it fairly dickinson or some other fire department that's playing <laughs>
0: uh, who's
2: who's the who's
1: the pv
0: uh, well, the the P is censored, Rob, uh, Rick. <laughs> the, the P view, as it were. Well, uh, well, that's so the, the P, Prairie, Prairie view. Prairie,
1: yeah. Prairie view. I answered my own question. Thanks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move Gonzaga forward. Next, we have Syracuse at Baylor. I want to fade the tar out of Scott Drew. I want no part of any team. And I think those, uh, the zone that, uh, that Beheim runs in this tournament for whatever reason has been a, a big issue for other teams. Give me Syracuse. What do you think, Rob?
2: Was that Rick or Rob? You broke out for a second. Oh, Rob. Yeah, give me give me Beheim here. I like the two three zone in the in the tournament. So yeah, I'll t- I'll take Syracuse.
0: Can we just pause for a moment and just. Like bam, kill the man this year, and like that. Just that was it was like a thirty second story, and then it just faded from memory. Like what? What? Good lord! Oh my god! Okay,
2: so uh, it's it's not as if like Jim Beheim like gutted some guy in a bar fight. Like, Jim Beheim, like, It
1: was a terrible accident. Totally accidentally you, you killed a monsters. guy in the middle of
2: the night on the side of the road. Oh my <laughs> you monsters. Right. That was a Hall of Fame coach, you're Spursching.
0: Good lord. It was just like, it was in the news for like five seconds. Oh, by the way, like, Jim Beheim is tied with running over a guy. Um, moving on, but they hey, like what's their seed in the tournament? Like, jeez, good lord! Uh, all
1: right, all right. Well, you know, I mean, I mean, he did it right. If you're going to run over a guy, no drugs in his system, no alcohol in his system. You know, it was a dark and stormy night.
2: <laughs> it was, dark he was the st- only one that saw it.
1: <laughs> but that's the only reason it wasn't a scandal. They like gave him a blood test, and he had nothing in his system. They're like, okay, it was just an accident.
0: Yeah, no, but I, gar-
1: cool. I guarantee you, he had one drink after the game, and that's all that they would have talked about for months.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, that's uh, all right. Well, you know, uh, then we're going to knock off. Well, I I do want to give the offer, Rob. Do you want to sleaze Baylor? No,
2: what are you crazy? No, I'm uh, just like last year when I dropped Tennessee on your lap. I'm saving my
0: sleaze. (laughs) 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 Uh, (laughs) Saving it for. uh, All right. Marquette (laughs) versus Murray State. Um, Marquette, everybody's fading Marquette. And I know that, you know, I know that. Murray State has jaw rule or whatever. Um, but I just don't think that um Marquette plays defense. Like they're good. And Murray State is uh is one player and a bunch of dudes. I just think this is something that everybody's talking about um that's gonna happen. And th- how many times and how many tournaments have we seen people like, oh, Utah State at a twelve seed? They totally got it. And then they get their head handed to them by like Wisconsin or something. I actually think that this is gonna be the case. Obviously. You have some good players, particularly one on Marquette, uh, and uh, I just I'm not buying into this Murray State thing. What do you think, Rick?
1: I think Murray State has the real potential to get hot from three. They they average 83 points per game, um, and they they can score in bunches. Um, so that worries me a little bit uh, with Marquette. So I I'm taking Murray State. I'm I'm gonna hop aboard the hype train.
0: Oh no! Oh no, Rob. Rob, don't don't go yeah, down that. No, don't no, no, peer Murray pressure. <laughs> yes,
2: oh. and I'm I'm saying that because I think this Mar I, I do think this Mar Marquette team is pretty good. I also think this Murray State team is pretty good. Not like that they're one of the worst teams in the in in the tournament. They 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 came in number fifty seven, or I, I believe in Ken Palm. Um, and they can push the ball if if they get hot from three. Um, and Morant is is probably the best point guard prospect coming into the NBA draft this year. Uh, if they get really hot, uh, Marquette's going to struggle with their tempo to 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 stick with to stick with them.
0: Boo boo. Okay, whatever, whatever. Right, we'll move them forward. Um, moving on to Florida State versus Vermont. I. Wanted to sleaze Vermont so bad this, this, uh, uh, this whole time. And I was like, that's it. That's it. I don't trust Florida State. I don't trust a 30-year-old. Who's, who's their coach again, Rob?
2: Leonard Hamilton. Yeah, thirty year old. He was like seventy two. <laughs> looks not a day over
0: thirty. Fountain of youth that he found over there. Something's going on, which is which is good. Good for him. But I just I just can't do it. I I don't think Vermont's a good enough team. Florida State I thought was really impressive in the ACC tournament. They had a really good run in a really tough ACC conference this year, and they just have the they have the athletes that are just going to be able to shove around Vermont. I want to take him so bad, but I'm not. I I really like Florida State here. But Rick, talk me out of it.
1: No, no, that's, isn't going to be the one that I, I hang your hat on. Um, I I think Florida state, I agree. I think they had a great ACC tournament. They proved that they could hang in that league this year that they do have the talent. Um, and I think more importantly, they have the size and Vermont just isn't going to be able to, to match up.
0: All right, Rob.
2: I don't know. I, I, I will talk more about Florida state later, but I I'm in on this Florida state squad.
0: So this game, I think, is in, like, Connecticut. I wonder if this is going to be, like, in the World Cup where the entire nation of Iceland goes to the World Cup and they're all cheering on the team. (laughs) Like, all five Vermont people that live there are going to be in this game. But I, I do think that the crowd's going to be there with them, but I just don't think that they're going to have it. Okay, so we'll move uh, Florida State forward. Let's take a look. Let's go back into round two here. So we have Gonzaga versus Syracuse. I kind of like Syracuse here, but uh, but uh, I know Gonzaga is a good team. I love the fact that Mark Few finally got to the final four a couple of years ago. I think he's an excellent coach. He has a ton of sets, and I don't think this zone's going to uh, bring him down too much. But I am totally open to uh, to persuasion here. Uh, let's go with you, Rick, because I think I, think I know where Rob's going to Go.
1: yeah no, i'm I'm going gonzaga as well i think that uh they would match up really well to break down this zone um i you know the the zone is assigned to slow teams down uh but the problem is is that uh, gonzaga already has the size so they can just kind of pound it inside and uh and make you break down your zone so uh, i like gonzaga in this match rob
2: Gill. It, you know? no no I, I I like I like Gonzaga here I think this this game may end up being the closest of the one uh, the the one seed matchups in the second round but um I, I like Gonzaga I think the, I think the zone gives him trouble I think syracuse's length gives them trouble but I, I think they they pull it out
0: yeah, I'm definitely going to bet on Syracuse. At least, I think the spread will be probably like plus five to plus eight. Um, if it, is, if it's eight, I'm definitely taking Syracuse and I'm thinking about it at plus five. So I do think there's a chance that they can win this game, but, uh, not today. And let's move Gonzaga forward. So next we have, uh, oh Lord, Murray State versus Florida State. Can we, can we end the, the magical run from Murray State? The racers. Rick, are you, are you, uh, do you believe in magic? Do you believe in miracles?
1: Eighteen percent of Yahoo users say no that Murray State is going forward. I, however, am not one of
2: them. Florida State.
0: Hmm. Rob, are you? No, give me the Knowles.
2: Leonard Leonard Hamilton shows up in a beautiful black turtleneck and a black suit, looking good. He looks
0: great. He just looks so (laughs) so (laughs) handsome. Like just. Not a not a year over thirty over there, Hamilton. Right on, right on. Okay, we'll move them forward. So in the lead eight, we have the Zags versus Florida State. A uh, little bit of a little bit of crazy action at the beginning, but chalk at the end of the day. Rick, what do you think?
1: So uh, you know, surprisingly, um, Yahoo users are actually favoring Florida State in this matchup. But um, I think Gonzaga would uh, definitely be able to to at least out rebound Florida state. I would imagine. I think that this is the one team FSU is going to run into where they probably don't have the size advantage. So I'm going to stick
2: with Gonzaga Rob. Oh man. So this Florida state team, like going back to January, the only teams that they have lost to are the one seeds, um, Virginia, North Carolina, or Duke. This Florida state team is sneaky. Good. And they, The last time Gonzaga ran into them in the Sweet 16, Gonzaga got sent home because they were not expecting how big and athletic Florida State was. So I actually like the Knowles in this game. I think the Knowles, as we were watching that game and they were struggling with Duke, I think Zion Williams is a a whole other being but he does not play for gonzaga i i really like this florida state team in this game
0: my man let's do it florida state bow, bow, bow. Upset, bow, bow, bow. <laughs> i just don't trust i don't trust this gonzaga team i don't think it's there i know that they just got um who, who's it that just got back on the team and healthy um and now they gotta they gotta figure out how to plug him back into the team i don't like that um i like florida state here and obviously we're not gonna have all four one seats so this is this is where the end of the line for gonzaga Rick, does that make you feel good? How does that make you feel?
1: I mean, that's that's not how I'm going to have it. But I I, I mean, you guys may make a pretty good argument. I thought
0: this was way. a we. I thought I was mocked for for this not being a we. <laughs>
2: you have to I, eat I, I, well, I, said, I said that's kind of not vote.
1: For, this is for like for a vote. For my bracket, I mean, we're, we're, this is the collective Wildcat Radio. But on my bracket, Gonzaga is is going to the Final Four.
0: This is the people's bracket. Rick, this is the Look. people's break, and That's the only one that matters. No. <laughs> all right, sounds all right. like socialism. <laughs> well, Vermont, we did kick Vermont <laughs> out of here. So. Um, all right, moving down, we have Buffalo versus Arizona State and or St. John's. Um, I actually kind of like Arizona State against St. John's. I just don't think St. John's is uh, really that good of a team. I know they have Justin Simon. to would be a cool story to see him beat ASU. But um, I'm just curious. What do you guys think about the St. John's-ASU matchup?
2: I like I like ASU in the matchup. I, I think Saint John's. You could argue neither of these teams really deserved a bid, but um, I oh, think ASU's a better team than Saint John's.
0: Ricky, you you, are you gonna back the pack here with ASU? Um, I think I
1: have to just because of uh, you know Lugans Dort. I, I don't think that Saint John's has anybody on their team who's really capable of giving him a tough matchup. Um, you know, and it could be a, a really good moment for the freshman to to kind of improve his. NBA draft stock. So, um, yeah, I like ASU to beat St. John's, but I don't think that they beat that Buffalo squad.
0: Yeah, I know. I don't think it really matters. Buffalo, by the way, is 19th in adjusted offense and 29th in adjusted defense. That's a good squad, and I think they might have been underseated as a six. I know that they didn't win their conference tournament, but um, drastically <laughs> Yeah, they had a really good year. Um, I think they blow the doors off of whoever is here, and I, I don't trust Chris Mullen. I don't trust. Um, um. Oh my gosh. Uh. Bobby Hurley to get their teams up. Like, and I, I just don't think that's going to happen. So, um. Any any pushback here on Buffalo?
2: No, Buffalo by a million in this game.
0: All right. All right. So next we have Texas Tech versus Northern Kentucky. I really was excited about this Northern Kentucky team because I do think they can be fairly good. I like their coach. Um. And I, I the guys. Uh. I gotta remember it. Um. I think it's John Brennan. Um, they're well coached. He's like gotten them to the tournament two or three times now. I think they're going to be well prepared. But holy Moses, I I want to. I just fear the beard, man. Chris Beard is the man. I am so excited for for this team, and this is a good Texas Tech team. Um, so I'm taking Tech. I'm taking Tech. But uh, Rick, you uh, you want to move the nor- the Norse by the way, the Northern Kentucky Norse. Awesome name, awesome nickname. What do you think?
1: No, I'm not touching this one. I like Texas
0: Tech. The beard. The beard. Rob, are you in on the beard? I am. I am. Move Texas Tech along. All right, all right. Um, next game, I, I love this one. I think Florida's going to beat the crap out of Nevada. I really do. i don't. not in on Nevada. I didn't like how they finished their conference tournament. I didn't like the fit that they threw against Utah State. I think there's something off in that team. And um, this this Florida team, Mike White, White Mike, as it were, White Mike is going to be the next coach somewhere else, and he deserves it. I know he's like based out of uh, the southeast in in that conference, but man, that guy uh, that guy can coach, and I think this Florida team like is going to bring it against Nevada. Uh, give me the Gators, go Gator! Uh, what do you think, Rob?
2: No, give me the Gators here. Nevada look just look terrible down Hell the stretch.
0: Yeah. Hell yeah!
2: Hell um, yeah! And they they got, I mean they got annihilated by, was it Fresno? I mean, just no, like I want no part of the Nevada team coming into this tournament.
1: Rick, you agree? Yeah. I'm really confused as to how Florida lost 15 games and was still able to get into the tournament. Um, but they did have a, a pretty good showing, um, you know, in the sec tournament and most of their losses have come against really good teams. I mean, they've, they've played 13 top 50 teams this year, um, and gotten spanked by 11 of them. But, uh, um, I I do like how they ended the year, and uh, Nevada is trending down, so I'm with you guys.
0: And Florida plays really good defense too. They're they're 14th in Ken Palm on defense, so just something to keep a look out for. And I think this team's getting pretty hot, so very very excited about what will likely be the next matchup, which would be against Michigan. But Michigan first has to get by Montana. When you take a look at their numbers, Montana is 115. 115- 115th in adjusted offense, 161st in adjusted defense, Michigan 18th in adjusted offense. And second, they play the second best defense in the country. Shouts to beeline shouts for him, bringing a good defensive coach to change it up and shouts to his offensive system. I love this guy. I, th- he is, he is the man. And what he has done at that Michigan program has been wonderful to watch. I'm riding this, this team. I think they're excellent, but there's, there's been a number 15, two uh, mess, you know, 15, two upsets here. Um, you think it's going to happen this time, Rick?
1: No, and uh, only 1.9 percent of
0: Yahoo users think it's going to
1: happen. So, uh, I'm, I'm with you. I think Beheim has put him together uh, a team that can definitely make a tournament run. Beeline, Beeline. What did I say, Beheim? Yeah, how dare you? Oh, my, my bad. <laughs> you <didn't laughs> did you, you know anyone,
2: what I all right. did, you, did?
1: You know what I meant? Yeah, get over it. I didn't kill anyone. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: nice. Uh, all right, Rob, you riding Beeline?
2: yeah i mean i i i mean underrated mascot the montana grizzlies but uh yeah i'll take i'll take michigan here
0: okay all right cool so let's move on to the second round here we have buffalo versus oh, Texas this is Tech. such a good game yes such i know a good game. if it happens
2: such a good game I'm so
0: stoked about it i love the beard here man i well, i, I i'm sorry I'm, I'm leading way too much here on here so um rob what, what do you like about this game who are you going to take
2: oh I, I mean i love both these teams and and Buffalo came in underseeded um, Texas tech comes in at number nine and Ken Palm Buffalo's 22. Um, but they're Buffalo's actually higher. They're number 15 on the net ranking. Um, this is a very good second round matchup. Um, I think Texas tech is extremely well coached. I'm not saying that Buffalo is not, but Buffalo has got a ton of athleticism. Um, I, th- I, I like Texas tech in this game, but uh, just by a whisker, I, I think this Buffalo team is really good.
0: Rick, Buffalo has the kind of the pedigree, almost obviously knocking off Arizona. They got on everybody's radar and just haven't looked back in the in the following year, even through their conference tournament and all that stuff. I know they faded a little bit, but just have put together a stellar year. But like, but Chris Beard, like Texas Tech plays the best defense in the country. They have a better defense statistically, and I'm sure it's by a very small amount than Virginia does, and that's what gives me pause on trying to move them forward. Uh, are you are you a fan, or, or do you think Beard can hold them off here?
1: I do. Yeah, I think Buffalo, I, you know, obviously they've put together a great season at the 31 and three, but, you know, they posted a 16 and two conference record. So you do have to kind of question how challenged they were throughout the year. Um, and Texas Tech was able to, to put together a really good year in a, in a very much stronger conference. Um, and they did so only allowing 59.3 points per game. Um, so this is going to be one of those classic really good offenses versus really good defensive battles. Uh, but this time, I think that defense wins out.
0: Okay. All right. Moving forward, we have Florida versus Michigan, which I also think will be an excellent game um, if it happens. Rick, you want to take the lead here?
1: Um, I do think that it would be an interesting game. I don't know if it would be an excellent game, but I I could see Michigan like really blowing the doors off of that Florida squad. Um, I, I I just don't see any way that Florida is able to to, to keep up with them.
2: We think, Rob. Yeah, I I really like this Michigan squad only if only because they, they're leading with defense this year. And I think I think there's there's better offense yet to come out of Michigan in the tournament. I I think that their B line's got um some tricks up his sleeve that uh were not as we're not as available to him in conference play where I think people have, have seen his offense for years.
0: Okay. Dang. I just uh I want to take Beard so bad against uh, against Beeline, but I can't do it. I can't do it. Somebody, somebody talk me out of this here, because I really want to take Chris Beard.
2: I'll do it. I'll take Texas Tech.
0: Woo! I
2: actually, I, I really think Texas Tech is a solid squad. So, um, I, I, I don't think I don't think that they come into this game um, intimidated by Michigan. I, I don't think Michigan is, is played as well down the stretch as you would have liked, um, even though they did make it to the Big Ten. Uh, Final, like you, you could see in that game that they really were not quite as good of a team as Michigan State was. Uh, I, I like Texas Tech in this game.
1: Rick, what do you think? No, I'm going with Michigan. Hmm. Um, I, I, I think the matchup's great. I think that this is probably going to be one of the better games uh, if we get to t- a chance to see it in the tournament. Um, but I, I do think that Michigan would be able to to beat that Texas Tech team.
0: You know, I like. I just, I just trust the offense on Michigan better than. Than I would Texas Tech. Um, I think he has more bags in his, his tricks in his bag. I uh, really want to take Tech though. I wanted this to be his year, but no, nah, I'm nah, give me beeline, give me beeline. Um, bummer. All right, let's let's move him forward. Sorry, sorry to throw you out there, Rob. But
2: <laughs> you're you're just you're you're you bu- you're bummed in this like your internal di- your internal monologue or <laughs> that you just had out
0: loud. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's the deepest thought I've had all all day. <laughs> it was right there. Whether it's a beeline or beard. Um, all right, so we have Leonard Hamilton in the Florida State Seminoles against uh, Jim Beeline, John Beeline in the Michigan. That's a, that's a really good Elite Eight game. Rick, Um, you know, Beeline's already been there. Hamilton has had some darts thrown at him as a coach, but shoot, he got him to the Elite Eight last last year. Can he get over the hump this year?
1: I think that the only team on this side of the bracket that's capable of beating Michigan would maybe be that Gonzaga squad. Uh, but since we left them behind, I would have Michigan going forward in that game.
0: Rob, you think you can do it? Yes, I want Florida State. Oh, you want me to
2: sleaze this? Yes, let's oh. sleaze it. I am not. What? I am. Bow, bow, You're bow. Strong. I am What a waste not, of a sleaze. <laughs> no. No, because brian You, you could have talked Brian. You could have talked No, right. would have gone with Michigan. <laughs> brian is You should have at
1: least given him the opportunity. You could have No, he would have
2: he would have debated, he would have gone back and forth, and then I would have <laughs> had to hear about Beeline's offensive <laughs> sets for like five minutes. And frankly, like Really, the reason I'm doing this is because I don't think both Michigan and Michigan State make it to the Final Four. I think that would be an unlikely occurrence. Also, I think that there would be like couch fires all over Michigan if that were the, if they met in the Final Four. And I, so I'll take Florida State here.
0: Oh, that was a bold move on the on the lead eight. That I like that. I like that. Okay, all right. So we got Florida State playing. Uh, do we move Duke for? No, no. We did Michigan State. That's right. Uh, I got to take Michigan State, right? What do you what do you think, Rick?
1: Michigan State versus Florida State. Um, I wasn't anticipating having to, to debate this <laughs> matchup. Um, Florida State, why not? Oh! Whoa! I mean, if we're going to ride it, let's ride it all the
0: way. Yeah, let's do it. I'm in. I'm in. You want, you want to make it an- unanimous? <laughs> no, 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 no.
2: Stop here. I didn't mean to. Go
1: <laughs>
2: you created a monster,
0: Rob. No.
1: This no. is what you get, Rob. <laughs> you call down the thunder, you get the
0: lightning down. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Leonard Hamilton can't be stopped. Imagine it, what he's, how he's going to it, look at his press conference. It's going to look great. This is like a trip to Masaje,
2: or to a Masaje parlor south of the border. Like it felt so good when I did it. And now I'm paying, paying the wages of sin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, all uh, right. I'm excited about that.
2: No, sure I, I, I guess we're, it's Florida state and the national. <laughs> final.
0: All right. You know, it. you know it. ACC. All right. Um, Moving over to the south bracket, we have Virginia versus Gardner Webb. Um, I can't do it, like I, I as much as I want to, like Virginia's gonna beat the crap out of Gardner Webb, but I am open to I'm open to argument. What do you think, Rob?
2: No, move on Virginia. They're mad after last year.
0: Yeah. What do you think what do you, how much do you think they're gonna win by Rick?
1: Um I would say that they are gonna beat Gardner Webb um and associates by about forty. <laughs>
0: Carter Gardner-Webb for all your insurance needs. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on, we have Ole Miss. Really good story. So Kermit Davis was the coach of uh, Middle Tennessee, which was the same 15 seed that knocked off Michigan State, that 15-2 uh, game. And he's, he's brought Middle Tennessee to the tournament twice. Really good coach. Went to Ole Miss. They were... They were slated as like winning five games in the conference and dead last. And he got into the tournament in eight seed. This is a really, really fun ride, but I think it stops here. I like Lon Kruger. I like uh, Oklahoma. Um, I just think that they are a team that I'm always worried about when they make the tournament. But uh, Kruger's record in the tournament has been great. So I'm just curious. I'm curious what you guys think. Uh, Anybody want to take the lead here?
2: Yeah. Mississippi's been garbage to close out this season. Like they were, they backed into the tournament. I I, I want no part of this Mississippi squad, even though Kermit's a cool name.
0: (laughs) Uh, Rick, you agree? Uh,
1: No, I I actually think that Oklahoma had a terrible end of the year, Um, you know, 19 (laughs) and 13 overall. And they just could not rebound whatsoever in that, in that big 12 tournament game. And, uh, we've already talked about how we don't like to, to bet on teams who can't rebound in the tournament. Um, I don't know that Mississippi can necessarily rebound any better than Oklahoma, but I saw with my own eyes how bad Oklahoma was at it, so I'm taking on Miss.
0: Rick, I think you talked me out of it. The one thing I'm worried about is that um, Oklahoma plays the 23rd best defense in the country and adjusted defensive efficiency, and Mississippi's at 65, but um, but let's ride Kermit. I like Kermit's the new Kruger. In my mind, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's move them forward to play Virginia. Um, The next game, Wisconsin versus Oregon. Oh, man, I love this game. I love this game so much. So much. Give me Dane Altman all day, baby. Rick, what do you think? Yeah, no, I'm in the same boat. I think that
1: Oregon pulled a really, really good draw as far as uh, as a 12 seed is concerned, Um, because I I I I can see them. I can see them making a really deep run. They've won seven in a row to, to end the year. Um, and then, and then they obviously won the Pac-12 conference. I was able to get them at uh, at three to one to win the conference, which was a pretty amazing uh, bet for
2: me. Uh, and so I'm taking
1: Oregon. Rob,
0: you want
2: to you, are, you people are crazy. Wisconsin <laughs> is the number twelve team. In Ken Palm, Oregon, somewhere in the fifties. Oregon won a bunch of games against the Pac-12. <laughs> we watched it. They were terrible. They no, they I, figured
1: out they, they figured out how to play without bull bull. Peyton Pritchard is is probably one of the best point guards, playing as one of the best point guards in the country right now. Um and I, I, I think he's
2: got the hot hand and they're gonna ride it. Jay, me, I want no part of a team that got hot in the pack twelve.
0: <laughs> well jokes on quick quick rob, name one player in Wisconsin, go. I can't
1: remember. Ah, there we go. There we
0: go. <laughs> the correct answer is Ethan Hat and uh, and he sucks too. So don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. Uh, and if you would you should have you could have done that on me basically half these teams that I've been talking about. So uh, no, no, let's move Oregon forward. Uh, I just I like this Oregon team. I like Peyton Pritchard. I I trust Dana Altman. I don't want any part of a Wisconsin team that can't score, that slows the ball down, um, and has to deal with uh, a good coach. So nice. I'm excited about that, and I'm excited about this game. I really think uh, I think they're gonna I think they're gonna maybe wipe the floor with them. Maybe probably not because Wisconsin slows the the game down. But um, big fan of this Oregon team. Next game, Kansas State versus UC Irvine. Kansas State might not be at full strength, and Bruce Weber. Mm, sure about that guy as a coach uh uci won 30 games this year their coach is pretty good too um the guy's name is um i think it's russell it's russell turner uci beat texas a&m toledo st mary's and Montana. So they beat three teams that were in the tournament and a toledo team that's pretty good now granted you know they're not playing in the big 12 but definitely a team that has some momentum here uh well, rob your thoughts on the anteaters
2: I mean, they come to number seventy-five, in Ken Palm—that's that's not great. I mean, they're they're one of the lower-ranked teams in the tournament. Um, Kansas State, even under under underhanded and coached by uh, Bruce oh, Weber, God, Weber. I, I, I could see him. I couldn't come up with his name. Um, they should still be able to pull out this game.
0: The one thing when you take a look at the advanced metrics is that UCI, not great. 125 on offense, 58 on defense, which isn't terrible. Um, but Kansas State, 102nd on offense, fourth on defense. So they're going to play some good defense here. I think this is one of those where there is really a chance for UCI, but I feel like everybody's saying that. It makes me nervous. What do you think, Rick?
1: Um, yeah, no, that's that's where I'm sitting. That you know, When I was looking at this matchup, K-State really kind of struggles to score sometimes and um, UC Irvine. Definitely has the size advantage. They've got three seven footers on that team. So I like for them to win this game.
0: All right, let's do it. UC Irvine. Yeah. Zot. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I knew I wasn't going to have to use my sleeves. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> I got your back, man. I got your back. Um, all right, let's move into the second round here. We have uh, Virginia versus, Did we do all Miss? We did all Miss, right? Yes, we yeah. did. Tracking mm-hmm. my own things. Okay. Um, I just don't think this is where Virginia's upset, but um, I am open to, I am open to somebody laying the sleeves if they so were inclined. The Virginia's no. got
2: Hunter back; they're a better team than last yeah. year. I, I'll take Virginia here.
0: Mm. Same,
1: right. yeah, and and I and I think probably by double digits in this game. This is where, Ole Miss uh, is promptly turned around and sent back.
0: <laughs> All right, we got a 12 13 matchup here in the second round Oregon versus UC Irvine. Uh, I think D- Dane Allman makes quick work of the Anteaters. Your thoughts, Rob?
2: Uh yeah I'm sure yes Oregon would beat U C Irvine if that happened
0: (laughs) (laughs) when when that happens when that
1: happens I I love how I love how our bracket is turning out almost exactly like my bracket
0: oh the the master persuasion here Rick Rick okay okay except for
2: except for Florida State national champions.
0: (laughs) <laughs> That's true. That is true. <laughs> um okay, so that would be that would be Oregon and Virginia. Oh, I'm take I'm taking Oregon. I'm taking Oregon. Oregon's going to beat beat Virginia. They're going to be a 12-seed the lead eight. <laughs> I firmly believe that. Yes, I'm in. Give me Oregon. Come on, Rick. Oregon
2: is not deep enough to hang with Virginia, not in any way, shape, or form. Like you can talk yourself into Peyton Pritchard, they're not big enough, they're not they're not good enough on offense. Like this, this Virginia team is tough. Like I like Virginia.
0: Pack, pack, bride, Rick, come on, go, get in there. I need to call up Lee Corso so that he can
1: bring me a duckhead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Move them forward. All right. All right. Sorry, well, Rob. Well... Let's let's do it, man. Oregon and the elite.
0: Hey. Well, so so is it your disbelief in Tony Bennett? Is it your belief in Dana Altman? Is it the is it? Uh... It's, it's it's my belief in Peyton
1: Pritchard, man. I think that over over the course of the last two weeks, that he has probably been um, consistently the best player. Um, I, I don't want to say in all of college basketball. I don't want to toot his horn too much, but uh, you know, at least probably a top five college basketball player. I think Zion Williamson is obviously uh the best in the last two weeks but uh i think that he had just a tremendous pac 12 tournament and i think that, that momentum is is something uh especially when you have a really really good coach uh
0: larry scott is drinking so many bottles of chris right now on his on his luxury yacht being just toasting oregon at this moment when they make it past virginia uh congratulations to you mr scott and uh rob are you sure you don't want to make this uh unanimous get on this train here i'm
2: am- 100% sure that <laughs> I do not want to get out this train. I I, I would like my descent noted and on the record.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. There, there is <laughs> there is a footnote in this podcast, and it is right here. <laughs> um, all right. Moving to the south of the bracket Virginia versus St. Mary's. I'm curious what you guys think about this. Who wants to take the lead here? Because I think this is an interesting Nova? game. Nova versus St. Mary's. What did I say?
2: You said Virginia.
0: Oh, I uh, guess a Freudian slip. Uh, Villanova. <laughs>
2: I, I like St. Mary's in this game quite a bit, actually. Um, I, I, th- I agreed with you, Brian, on your earlier comments. I think Nova comes in leaking a little bit. Um, both these teams like to slow it down. Uh, if Nova doesn't hit threes, they're going to be in a lot of trouble in this game. And St. Mary's can play defense, and they smacked Gonzaga around the last time they played.
0: I, I I totally agree, but Rick, if you want to if you want to move things with the wind, this is your moment.
1: Uh it, it, like you guys are both taking St. Mary's? Yeah. Well, I mean, I would take Villanova, but um I, if I'm already out outranked, I'm already outranked. I'm not going to fight you on an 11-6 matchup, but only 17.2% of uh, Yahoo users agree with you guys.
0: Well, they're all they're all musical. So there's idiots. no wisdom in crowds. <laughs> <laughs> so taking a look at the advanced metrics here, actually pretty similar teams. Uh Villanova is uh, 16th on offense, 75th on defense. And St. Mary's is 21st on offense, 55th in defense. I think the one thing to keep in mind is that uh, everybody loses when they watch this game. Both of these teams play terrible, terrible offense. Like, slow as crap, molasses, trash Tony Bennett offenses. If you watch this game, it is your fault. It is your fault. Go out with your family. Have a nice breakfast or whatever. Like, do not watch this game for the life of you. And just appreciate the fact that St. Mary's wins. Moving on, we have Purdue. don't against uh, Old Dominion University. Uh, Purdue is fifth in offensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm, 32nd on defense. Uh, Old Dominion can play some defense, 48th in the country uh, in adjusted defense and 216th in the country on offense. I I really have no dog in this fight. Uh, Anybody want to take the lead here?
1: Um, Purdue is a 13-point favorite, and the over-under is sitting at 129. Um, I would probably take Purdue and give up the points. And I would probably bet the under. I don't see how Old Dominion can score on this Purdue team. Um, I know that there are some national analysts who are calling this as like their big upset, though. So you know that, that makes me that that makes me take pause a little bit. But um, I would I would move Purdue forward.
0: Yeah, this was the one upset that Dick Vitell had in his bracket with all one seeds in the final four. So
2: <laughs> <laughs> jokes on you, Dickie V. Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: Uh, Rob, you got a dog in this fight here? ODU, the man. Monarchs. This Purdue team
2: is awesome. This is like watch this Purdue team. Like they shoot a lot of threes. They make a lot of threes. Um, this is gonna be a this is a fun Purdue team. So I, I think they win by fifteen.
0: Nice, nice. Okay. Moving on, we have the worst team in the world, which is, uh, Cincinnati versus Iowa. Um, so shout out to one shining podcast when they did their, uh, when Mark Titus did his preview of this, his first question was, how many technical fouls do these coaches get in the game? Which is totally, totally on point with Fran McCaffrey and Mick Cronin. Like these guys might fight each other and it'll be the only entertaining part of this game. This Iowa team is trash. The Cincinnati team can't score, has never been able to score. This offense is always the worst. Um, I hate this game so so very much and i don't want to talk about it anymore what do you think rick
1: i think cincinnati's probably going to win this game
0: how how much of this game like if this game were on (laughs) um i I wish i had the lineup with me right now but you have you have four other games would would you even turn to this game for more than five minutes if it's not like in the last you know four minutes and close no but i'm definitely going to keep checking the score in the upper right hand corner there you go. There you go. Rob, you, you want to move Cincinnati forward or Iowa? Iowa can actually score. That is the one thing they can do. Their offensive efficiency is pretty high.
2: No, this Iowa team's terrible. They're ranked somewhere in the 40s. Like, they're one of the lower ranked teams to get it. It's not large. It wasn't at a play in game. Like, no thanks.
0: Okay. Okay. All right. Um, bottom of the bracket 15 Tennessee, coached by Rick Barnes. You never know. Versus Colgate, which is a university in the Northeast. Your thoughts, Rob? <laughs> give me Rick Barnes, like
1: going back to the Final Four. Rick, I like their toothpaste, but I don't like their basketball teams. So give me Tennessee.
0: Sleaze, pick! Sleaze, pick! Fifteen. No, you cannot. Can, no. let no, Let's do it. Let's do No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Try no, no. it. Uh, Colgate is a private liberal a private liberal arts college name, in Hamilton, New York. Uh,
1: name one player on Colgate before you sleaze it,
0: Mister Colgate.
1: No. Rob left. Rob, Rob, Rob isn't even here anymore. <laughs> you, you get, you just gave Rob an existential crisis.
2: I just, I, I, I just, I, I can't. What? Come on, this Tennessee team is legit. You can. This
1: Tennessee team is really
2: good. <laughs> We're gonna I feel like. Even- Dumber You're than just, having Florida State in the national title Rick game. Rick Barnes
0: is so bad. Rick
1: Barnes is so bad. You're just bad. chaos. You're just chaos for chaos. There's no one else in this bracket
2: that is even potentially as good as Tennessee. Like,
1: this is Virginia. an elite eight team. This it's, is a Final Four team.
0: It's it's not a question of whether or not Rick Barnes is going to lose early. What if, it's a what win. If,
1: what if what if I want to use my sleaze pick on Tennessee?
2: To prevent you from <laughs> doing this. <laughs> we, you we, can't we, cancel
1: out a sleaze we pick. Need, we need a contingency <laughs> plan on sleaze picks.
0: <laughs> this is it, man. They're they're gonna get they Colgate is gonna do it. This is gonna do it. It's a liberal arts college in New York. They enroll three thousand students a year and all of them are very good at basketball. I've read this. I know this. You're only you're using
1: the sleaze pick just because you did the research on Colgate and you wanted to talk about it,
2: <laughs> um, and, and because he hates Rick Barnes. And I just want you to know, this is just this is message board fodder. This is going yeah. up in the Tennessee locker room. Uh huh.
0: Hey, you can put it right next to Rick Barnes's uh, record in the NCAA tournament. Put those back to back. Read, th- read that crap, Tennessee Admiral Schofield. If that's your real name, that's not his real name. Um. No, I'm moving Colgate forward. I, 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 think, uh, I think this is going to happen. I think it's real. And We're going to uh,
1: have to give our listeners so much swag when they destroy us.
0: <laughs> um, all right, moving up, we have St. Mary's versus Purdue. And I think this is the end of St. Mary's. I, I think it's, it's nice that Rick Bennett got one win in the tournament. Um, they've been due for a while. They play good defense. They slow the ball. They slow the game down. It's going to be a grind. Um, I don't see a scenario, though, where Purdue doesn't lose this game. What do you think, Rick?
1: I think Purdue has to be a Final Four team now. Thanks a lot, Bryant. <laughs>
0: you know it. You know it. Um, Rob, Purdue?
2: I mean, it's Randy Bennett and yes, Purdue. what do I call him? Rick.
0: Rick Bennett. Dirty Rick. Um, <laughs> all right, moving on. We have, oh, yeah, Cincinnati versus Colgate. And Cincinnati's going to wipe the floor with Colgate. Sweet 16 for Mick Cronin, The first time, I think. Uh, but that might be the end of his ride. Your thoughts, Rob?
2: Give me Colgate.
1: (laughs) I see what you're doing, Rob. But I can't subject us (laughs) to to fall even further. So I'm going to have to go Cincinnati.
0: Colgate is the Florida Gulf Coast of the the, 2019 tournament.
1: Yeah, on the off chance that that Cincinnati-Tennessee matchup just goes totally south and
2: Cincinnati manages to win, at least we'll get the points for that.
0: All right. I all right.
2: sincerely wish I had my sleeves so that I could move Colgate forward just <laughs> just to make Bryant pay for his
0: misdeeds. <laughs> uh, Purdue versus Cincinnati, it's got to be Purdue, right? I, I just Cincinnati, I can't take them any further than this. Move, move them on down the line. All right. All right. Spoiler makers. Unless you really like defense, Rob. No, I really like Purdue. Okay. So we have Purdue versus <laughs> versus Oregon. <laughs> Heck yeah!
2: Um, no, you think it's so funny? <laughs> <laughs> we have no, we have no number one seeds. <laughs> That's far.
0: That's far. That's far. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so so I I put myself on a, on a limb there. So we got twelve twelve three. Rick, lead us to the promise land here. Who's going to the final four?
1: Put them through Purdue.
0: Mm. Is this the end of Dana Altman's magical ride, Rob?
2: It is. It is the end of Dana Altman's magical ride. Like the Boilermakers sink 27 threes and move on. Oh
0: my gosh, I can't believe Purdue. Purdue's, Purdue's going to miss in one of these games to get their head handed to them by like twenty points. But do you,
1: do, you, do you see what a colossal mistake you made now? <laughs> like Tennessee is the Final fourteen. I
2: know Tennessee is clearly coming out of this region.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like they got the best draw that they could possibly get, and you eliminated them in the first round. <laughs> so
2: thanks for that. <laughs> like, it is, it is, Rick is right. This is a trash region except for Virginia <laughs> and Tennessee. And Purdue's watchable, but they're not good enough to be either of them and this is this this is a rick Barnes bennett elite eight matchup and we are not going to get that
0: that bracket is so bad i did i didn't see how bad that bottom part of the bracket is it's terrible um and i totally forgot we took oregon in the first half of the bracket (laughs) (laughs) hey we stand by our decisions we stand by our decisions (laughs) <laughs> Alright, moving to the Midwest We got North Carolina versus Iona Iona has been in the tournament a lot Are they going to knock off another one seed In North Carolina, Rick
1: I mean, Brent, We have to have North Carolina as national champions Now, <laughs> like You've created that so I it, We have to move them forward against Iona I will not be using my sleazy pick um, Let's just move them forward
0: Alright, Rob, are you with us? Carolina, yeah. Okay. Um, Utah State. Utah State getting a lot of love against Washington. Uh, Washington has the zone defense, which really trips a lot of people up. Obviously, Matisse Thibel and Jalen Noel. Um, Utah State is like 0 and 10 in the tournament. And every time they're in the tournament, everybody talks about how good they are. And uh, and then they're not good and they lose. So I'm going to go with my uh, my tried-and-true. Uh, scenario of like taking the losers until uh, picking against the losers until they actually prove me wrong. So give me give me Washington. But I'm curious what you guys think. What do you think, Rick?
1: Uh, Washington has, you know, proven that they kind of struggle when there's really good guard play. And I really like Utah State's guards. I think that's probably why a lot of the national opponents are jumping on this game as well. So I, I, I like Utah State.
0: Yeah, Rob, Sam morell, Mur- I think, is the player out of uh, Utah State. He's averaging 21 points a game. They got another guy named Niamis Quinta, who is averaging almost a double-double. Washington has the number 20 defense in the country, but 119 on offense. They really can't put the ball in the bucket. Utah is 32nd on offense, 47th on defense. So I guess there is a scenario where you can see Utah State knocking off Washington. I'm just wondering if you think that they're going to.
2: Yeah, I think Utah State's a better team. I uh, I watched we watched Washington in that Pac-12 tournament and all season, and they're not good uh, right now. They they really faltered down the stretch. They got plastered by, by Oregon twice in the last two weeks. Like, give me, give me Utah State.
0: Okay. All right. That, that's fair. I, I do like Washington, but um, I just only like Washington in this game. But um, let's move Utah State forward. Moving down, we have Auburn. Who had a heck of a run in the SEC tournament against New Mexico State, a team that a lot of people, um, a lot of like the college basketball hipsters are on top of. You have Auburn, who runs the number eighth offense in the country in efficiency, number 45 on defense. New Mexico State can put the ball in the bucket, 37th in uh, offensive efficiency and 83rd on defense. Anybody want to take the reins here? It's All right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs>
2: I, I like New Mexico state in this game uh they go really deep, ten guys deep on their bench. um I think the sovereign team is very good, but uh I think this New Mexico state team uh is going to present a, a problem. i don't most teams aren't prepared to take that kind of energy from uh that many substitutions. Rick, you
0: have a strong lean either way?
1: um I wouldn't say a strong lean either way um New Mexico State looked really good. In their final against uh, Grand Canyon, they just absolutely blew uh, what I think is a really decent Grand Canyon squad, who was probably capable of being close to a tournament team. Um, they just blew them out. Where, whereas with Auburn, I don't know as much about them. Um, 83% of Yahoo users are taking Auburn, so I'm just going to go ahead and stick with the, the majority rule here. Mm.
0: Let's, let's do New Mexico State. I don't like Pearl. I don't like Pearl anymore. Um, I don't know. I just I like that team. I, I'm I just it's not it's not doing it for me. Let's let's move New Mexico State forward, um, and move down to Kansas Northeastern. Ooh, ooh, this is a spicy one. It's a spicy meatball. We got Kansas is 34th in offensive efficiency, 15th on defense. Northe- Northeastern. Here's the one argument for taking Northeastern is these guys jack up a ton of threes. Kansas has the distractions. Kansas has not been playing super well as of late. They lost the first conference title in like a gazillion years. And if Northe- Northeastern gets hot, um, this could be one of those crazy games. It's just whether or not they're going to. And uh, and I, I've already caused enough havoc habit- <laughs> in this bracket. So uh, let's see if anybody else wants to pull the trigger. What do you think, Rick?
1: No, I'm going with Kansas. Um, I, I don't know if Kansas is playing its best basketball right now. And it does sound... Like a little bit, if you listen to Bill Self talk, that he's um, kind of looking beyond Kansas at this point. Yeah. So I don't really know if he's like fully, you know, engaged for this year's tournament. Uh, But I like them to at least get out of that
2: first round. Rob. Yeah, I like Kansas in this game.
0: Okay, all right. Northeastern, it was was worth a shot. It was worth a shot. We'll move Kansas forward. Uh, Second round, we have North Carolina versus Utah State. Uh, We move North Carolina forward, right? Yep yes okay all right and then we have new mexico state versus kansas i'm taking new mexico state i really don't like this kansas team at all like and i would have taken auburn if it was auburn that's the only argument Mm -hmm. i have but rick what do you think
1: i was in the same boat like whether it was new mexico (laughs) state or auburn in this game i would have them beating kansas i think that um, they're really kind of struggling with their identity right now and that's gonna um, ultimately get them bounced
2: on the first weekend
0: oh yeah oh yeah rob you agree
2: yeah, let's go. Let's go with the Aggies here. I, I, I'm banned from some bars in Las Cruces. Why not?
0: <laughs> like nice. Um, all right. So we have New Mexico State versus North Carolina. Uh, I think North Carolina rolls. Uh, everybody, everybody for that. Yep. Yes. All right. The last part of the bracket, we have Iowa State, who had a heck of a run in the Big Twelve tournament. Um, they're healthy. Excuse me. They're healthy now and uh so they they have the ninth best efficient offense in the country they play the 59th best defense they take on an ohio state team that's 75th in offense and 27th in defense um i like actually i actually don't know i, mean, I think i know who i like but i'm curious what do you think Rob? uh
2: I, I like Iowa State in this game i don't think ohio state's very good um he's got a player back there uh they're 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 struggling right now so uh, Give me give me Iowa State they they rolled through that big 12 tournament.
0: Rick, Rick, what do you think?
1: I was really confused as to why like why people were pointing to this game and saying like Ohio State was uh, got a really good draw and we're gonna be able to to get to the second weekend. Um, I don't like any of those matchups that Ohio State would potentially face um, and I don't think that they Uh, Pull that off. I like Iowa State in this game.
0: Okay. All right. That's fair. Um, I, I like Iowa State. I think the one thing just to mention, I love Iowa State fans. Like, they're excellent. They're very smart basketball fans. And like Hilton, that is a cool stadium. So, shouts to them. We'll move them forward. Next, we have Houston, number three seed. Uh, really good numbers in Ken Palm, twenty fourth on offense, thirteenth on defense. They take a Georgia State team that um, made it, made some waves a few years ago. Is the guy that was on the chair that fell down and broke, like tore his Achilles heel, celebrating the um, the conference tournament, and then fell off the chair in the NCAA tournament. Uh, but Kelvin Sampson, man, he's really done a good job at Houston. Curious to see if he stays there, if he goes anywhere else. What do you think, Rick? no yeah
1: the houston i think is probably um one of the better teams in the tournament i don't like that second round matchup with them against iowa state but
0: um i think that they would be able to handle georgia state you think uh georgia state's got it in them rob
2: no i I like this houston squad and samson's good coach
0: okay here here's my here's my i should have saved my sleaze pick here um Wofford, get out of my face, Wofford. Tw- 12 in offense, whatever. They pass the ball around and just jack up stupid shots. 63 on defense. I liked the way Seton Hall played. In the Big East tournament. I thought they played hard. I thought that they played with heart. I think they have some athleticism. I don't trust Wafford further than I can throw him. And Seaton Hall, go back and look at this. Anytime Seaton Hall's played as like a stupid seed, they always win that game for whatever reason. It goes back like five to six years. Um, give me give me the hall, man. I, I really like Seaton Hall, but I understand that Wafford's the sexy pick and she's wandering around in lingerie and all that stuff. Rick, are you going to uh, are you gonna fall for that trap?
1: Yeah, I'm falling for that trap. I think that this Warford team is really fun to watch. They can score in bunches. The over/under in this game is only 143 right now, um, so I would take the over as well. Um, yeah, no, I think that that'll be a fun game to watch, and I think Wofford ultimately wins that game.
0: Rick, are you going to be wearing your flannel and shopping at Whole Foods and telling people about Wofford here with your hipster glasses? What's uh, are you gonna are you gonna ride the snake?
1: No, my vision's pretty good. I don't need glasses.
0: <laughs> uh, Rob, Rob, what do you think? <laughs> Give me Wofford. I, I'm looking. Oh, you guys Kentucky. are the worst. You guys are the worst. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. All right. All right. We'll move Wofford forward. Uh, finally, Kentucky versus Abilene Christian. Um, I got nothing. I got nothing. I'm just. Are we moving Kentucky forward?
2: Yeah. Yes.
0: That's a young team, though. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind for these next rounds here. All right. Moving to the second round, we have. Um, Oh, we took North Carolina to the lead eight, so we have Iowa State versus Houston. Um, Rob, what do you think here? What do you think here? You think you think Sampson can uh, can make some noise? Uh, I like I like this Iowa State team to get hot mm-hmm. offensively oh, in this game. No, yep. no, no, no. Okay, yep. all, right. all
1: right, yep. You can no-no all you want. I'm putting (laughs) Iowa State through, too. Good job, Rob. Uh, We saved saved Rick his stupid sleaze pick. I I, I didn't have to use it as my sleaze pick.
0: (laughs) All right, all right. And then we have Wofford versus Kentucky. Um, I actually, I'm I'm totally for knocking off Kentucky in the second round. I don't believe in this team at all. Um, I think they're young, and uh, I would have probably picked Seton Hall to beat them. But what do you guys think? What do you guys think? What do you think, Rick?
1: Ninety-two percent of Yahoo users say that Kentucky is going to beat Wofford pretty handily. So, um, I, I as as fun as that Wofford team is, I think that uh, they'll run into probably the best team that they've played all season in Kentucky, and I think that ultimately it's too much for them.
0: Rob, you want to cause some havoc? You want to get? You want? Yeah, to get in give me trouble? the Terriers Yeah, theory. get out of here. Get out of my face, Cal Perry. Get out of my face. <laughs> Met you on the, no,
2: there is nothing in this world that is more fun than an early Kentucky accent.
0: <laughs> Get out of here, and Rick. I think this plays with you. It sounds like you really like this Iowa State team. We got Iowa State mm-hmm. versus Wofford,
1: and, and so I, whether it was Wofford or Kentucky, I had Iowa State moving forward. So,
0: oh, see this way, you got to use your least pick early. Gotta get it no, out there. You never know.
1: I I know exactly where I'm going to use my sleeves pick. Oh, I no. have to now. Oh
0: no. Okay. All right. We have Iowa State in the Elite Eight playing um, playing North Carolina. And are you are you going to put Iowa State past North Carolina? No. Oh, <laughs> no. Okay. <Carolina>. All
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's where you're going. No. No. I would say no. That's a great run for them. I think that uh, right there in the Elite Eight is probably their ceiling. Uh, they run into what I think is probably the most talented overall team uh, top to bottom when you incorporate coaching and everything um, as far as that North Carolina squad
0: is concerned. Okay. So we got North Carolina in the final four playing. Who are they playing? Purdue. What do you think, Rob?
2: Give me Carolina in this game.
0: I like the, I like Carolina a lot. I like them a lot.
2: Rick. I like them a lot.
0: Yep.
1: Same. <laughs> So okay. now we have North Carolina, Florida State, and you guys don't even get to debate because I saved my sleazy pick for last. Sleazy oh. pick, North Carolina, winning the tournament. You're welcome. Wildcat <laughs> Radio, mic drop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going Florida State. I was going to be so excited about that. I was going to be so excited.
1: No, I actually want to beat the people that we're playing against.
0: We have to show some respectability
1: here. At least if we have North Carolina winning the whole thing, we'll have a, a dog in the fight to the end.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Well, hey, stick around. Um, Send in your brackets. We'll send out the the link on... You can follow us on Twitter at Wildcat Radio AZ. You can follow us on Facebook, Wildcat Radio AZ. We'll send the links out to both of those. And then we'll keep track of these uh, tournaments as you go. I'm actually going to be in Tucson with Josh Worthington uh, to to watch some of these games. My dad's coming out. It's going to be fun. Um, Actually... Rick, I'll talk to you after this. Um, <laughs> so we're going to be watching some of those games, and, uh, and we'll be making sure to update folks on the podcast. So stay tuned. Thank you for listening, and, uh, and we hope that North Carolina tears it up, and we hope that Dana Altman just drops a load on Virginia. Bear down. We'll catch you next week. We'll catch you in a couple of days. That's crazy. That is crazy town.